welcome to episode 62 of Book Off Banter. This week, I'm going to just start by saying, like, I didn't really know the best way to do this. It's hard. Like, when I've been on social media and I basically, the situation, you know, with the Ukraine at the moment is absolutely horrific, unimaginable. I have lost, like, so much sleep putting myself in their shoes and basically what I've decided the best thing to do is just to kind of acknowledge it and then just say that we're going to try and do a really lighthearted episode because I know that like I'm listening to loads of podcasts just anything that takes my mind off things like that and that's kind of I think the best thing to do here um so we have got hopefully an amazing episode for you we have got Debbie from Cookie Bar and we have also found um, a really funny news article that we're going to kind of um, springboard the episode off. So we'll do a really quick news and then crack on with the episode. So I will really quickly start by saying because our life, my, well, my life, our life isn't fucking ridiculous and crazy <laughs> and mental and animal filled enough. Henry is going to be eight soon. And I promised him, and this is just a little heads up, just a warning for anyone with young kids, okay? When he was six, I promised him he could get a lizard because. Oh, no. I know. What the fuck was that? And he didn't forget, did he? Because I never do. Bloody rain man over there. Like, forget his school bag every morning. But, oh, no. Like, are are you getting away with a newt or are you in like salamander territory what are we talking about i don't know the difference of those krista i mean i mean like it's a a, a newt's like a small little thing that lives in water like as in streams and shit but the salamander's the thing that needs like the vivarium or the iguana oh no calls it a conclusion the the thing needs a conclusion how did you get to here katie how fuck my life so I've made it even worse. I've taken what I've done is I've taken a shit situation. I've made it fucking worse. So I wanted to be responsible. I wanted to be a responsible lizard owner. (laughs) I didn't want to be responsible. Actually, go back. I didn't want to be a lizard owner. But if I am going to be a lizard owner, so I said to him, you know, we probably should go to the shop and we need to speak to somebody. And kind of I kept saying to him, and if it seems like it's going to be too much work or something that you're going to lose interest in, maybe we'll look for a different birthday present. And that'll be a really nice thing. So that didn't work anyway. So went to the shop with plenty of notice. We look at all these different lizards. He selects like the breed that he wants, which is a leopard gecko. Um, and then... <laughs> a KWPN lizard. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fancy. I... An Appaloosa lizard is what I've got. Um, so... Oh, no, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. You don't like Appaloosas. So the guy then yeah. says basically like they're a bit scatty. Like when they're babies. Scatty? Mm. Like frisky. What, what we, like, what we, kind of like... Thoroughbred? D- yeah, I'd say a thoroughbred or like, altered well, section D. Like Maybe section a cross. D? Like, what, what are we talking? They're, they're fucking oh, no. scatty, let me tell you that. So the only thing scatty. that jumped fucking more than the lizard was Henry. Every time the lizard jumped, Henry jumped. Because apparently also their bastard tails fall off if they get a fright, which well, traumatised right, Henry. So Henry is... Frightened that he will frighten the lizard, which will make the lizard's tail fall off. <sighs> so anyway, then they had this old one. So this is like the, I'm guessing the cob of gep of gepard leg legos. God, oh my leopard geckos. <laughs> Fuck now. So 
this cob one that's been returned because it's not got, got no eyelids. Um, basically, it is a bargain. It's got 50 pounds <laughs> off. It's a bargain lizard, bargain cob lizard. Um, How the fuck do does the template of like shit horses that we can afford and then have to spend our entire lives patching up because they've got weird things wrong with them translate to lizard keeping? Exactly. I'm, How I'm, has that happened? Because it, it's our life and that's how it fucking goes, isn't it? You got 50 quid off an eyelid lis- lis- lizard. Yes. And I was very so grateful for it. Put, like Optrex <laughs> in it on it. Like, what do you do with Well, that? I'm thinking maybe glasses. I don't know. You know, contacts. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm long story sort of short. horrified than I am amused by this story at this stage. <laughs> Go on. Is that this lizard seemed reliable. So I said that we should buy it. Because you know I like to rush into a decision. Um, and this so lizard seemed reliable. It was a reliable lizard. I looked in its eyelidless like, eyes. What, like it turns and it, up on time every time or like... Exactly. Its, does its it tax return on time had every it year? Like, how, could, together. how could a lizard be reliable? <laughs> well, basically, like, it lay on If the you're really hand. upset, can you guarantee he's going to pick up the phone and listen to you when you're crying? Like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> he so, I'm trying to quantify this. Yeah. And didn't jump when Henry touched him. So for it's me- blind. Well, yes. That's all I'm looking for in a lizard, <laughs> Kristen. Coming, I don't like... have high lizard standards, okay? I don't have high lizard standards. It seems like this is my favorite episode of this podcast <laughs> we've ever done, ever. And we're only five minutes in. <laughs> so that's because you're laughing at has... my misfortune. That's what it no, is. No, I'm not laughing at your misfortune. I'm horrified at your misfortune. I'm just <laughs> laughing at the, how we ended, well, you and me. I'm, I'm, I'm nothing to do with me. How you ended up with a, Reliable eyelids lizard. I haven't even finished. So, <laughs> his birthday's not for seven weeks. But I said to the man, how likely are you to get another cobby lizard? And, I mean, obviously I didn't say that to the man because he'd have thought I was a lunatic. He already thought I was a lunatic because when I touched it, I said, oh, God, I thought I was going to really hate it. But actually, it's not that bad. The guy's, like, looking at me. If someone came to me who were going to buy a horse and said, I thought I was really going to hate this, but it's okay. I'd be like, fuck off. Anyway, the guy took it in good spirits. Um, so I bought it because the guy basically said, yeah, we're not going to get another cob. So now Henry wants visitation. <laughs> L- lizard visitation. <laughs> well, he can't wait seven weeks. And because the conclosure is so fucking expensive... He's not going to get a lot else. He's not going to get a lot else for his birthday. So I don't dare give him it early because then he's going to have nothing on his birthday. So I'm in a situation where we are doing lizard visitation. Right. Well, I've just thought of another thing that you should probably consider, right? Because it's an eyelidless, reliable, old, potentially pensioner lizard. Hopefully that will die. Yeah, but if it dies before his birthday, then you're going to have to find a lizard that looks exactly like that lizard. I want the bastard to live It's doable with goldfish because they're all gold and they're all 50 pence. How are you going to manage with the lizard? Henry's just going to have a harsh reality lesson for his birthday. The lizard died, Henry. Make your peace with it. I'm not buying another one that looks just like it. We'll put it in the conclosure. Reliable. Very quiet. Its tail won't fall off. It won't jump when you stroke it. Think yourself lucky. Everyone's a winner. I, God love you, Katie. I don't know. I kind of I simultaneously um, find it hilarious, but I also kind of, 
I don't know. I feel sort of bad for you, to be honest. I, really I feel bad for me. The bad for doesn't deserve it. You know? Yeah, yeah. You've been through a lot lately, and this just seems to be a bridge too far. Actually. Oh, it just gets worse and worse. He shot me in the eye with a Nerf gun in my own. That. Yeah, that was last week. Was yeah, like, yeah. I know. Not yeah, deserve I that last week. Why? Why am I getting him a lizard? I don't, I don't Wait, know. I don't know. Maybe he'll shoot it with a Nerf gun, although I shouldn't actually. Sorry. I'm not in. No. It I'm won't not. be able to blink. It's not going to hope. If anyone. It won't blink when it shoots a Nerf gun, are they? Because it can't. So exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. buggered. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so anyway, yeah. that's my news. I'm done. <laughs> um, aside from the highly amusing lizard anecdote, um, I just want to second what you said. I am. Um, uh, morbidly huh? obsessed with the, <laughs> with uh, with the news at the moment. Um, heart goes out to the people of Ukraine. It is very difficult to believe that in this time, you know, these things are happening. Um, so yeah, I just again want to acknowledge it. It is front and center in my mind all the time, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm my thoughts are, are with Ukraine. You know, the rest of the world is very much with them. Um, so my news, I've had pneumonia. That was fun. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not exciting. It's not fun, like lizard news. Um, I, I had COVID at the start of the year, as, as everybody knows, because I moaned about that last time, all the time before. And I thought it was fine, actually. I was fine. And the child sort of came home with, I don't know, you know how they do, little Petri dishes that they are. Uh, and I got quite ill and then I ended up with pneumonia. So that was that's sort of taken up my time since the last podcast. Um, wheezing, coughing, uh, crying a bit, lying on the sofa. And again, you know, current world affairs, it seems pretty fickle to be moaning about it. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, uh, there was that. You know, Molly started head shaking last year. And as part of the investigations with all of that, we had her, you know, she came back into work this year and it started up again, just only when she's on, when she's being ridden, it happens and it's all a bit weird. And there are a few other weird things going on with her. So we had scoped her and we x-rayed her and ran bloods and stuff. And um, we're actually waiting now for a CT scan of her head. Uh, so things have got a bit Jesus. left field there. Yeah, no, it's not hilarious at all, um, potentially. But she is comfortable. Expensive. Well, yeah, this is the thing. So she's comfortable and happy and uh, Rita's having a little rest at the minute because I've discovered post-pneumonia that the more... I sort of, you know, live it myself a little bit and just do as much as I need to do rather than my usual batshit Billy approach to life. I do feel better. So yeah. Rita's having a break. So Molly is having a break with Rita uh, until I've essentially gathered up the funds through potentially going on the game, selling a kidney. I don't really know. Yeah. Something to, to raise the money for that. But. Well, I mean, if we were looking for a segue, which we're not because it's not the right time, that could have been very slick. Yeah, that's true. You've, you've really true. spoiled that. If we were more professional, that really could yeah. have worked for us. It could have. It could have. And we wouldn't be in the predicaments we're in now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Rita's, Rita's been really good. Uh, Ping is back at work. Ping is delighted with herself. She's very fat. She's very fat, but she's on a diet and she's... Oh, um, we all. <laughs> yeah, I know. All, like all the time. Um, Bear is fine. You know, Bear, she's... She's just herself. Um, I'm kind of caught between I want to get going and do shows, but then it's still only very early in the year. So I'm sort of trying to pace myself. I'm sure you're the same with your guys. So um, I don't have any very exciting news, really. Yeah, I've had pneumonia, moaning about that. And um, here we are. So, But on the bright side, you don't have lizard visitation to consider. I 
don't have lizard visitation although uh part of what delayed me i was late coming to podcast this evening i am always late because i'm late for everything uh was because uh, i won't get into the why and wherefore but i had to um the the toaster ended up in the bath not with water in it we're not lucky killing anything at the moment with you know baths and toasters um yeah the, the child was um i don't know what he was doing anyway the toaster was in the bath and there was a trail of crumbs sort of that went through the house the toaster had also for some reason been on the couch um is he using the toaster as some sort of pet would he like a lizard no i think he's fine i think if we're going to go with pets i'm comfortable enough with the toaster i'm happy to fill you in with its anecdotes and it's got a lead built in it's got has got a lead has got a lead um the crumb situation's Uh, upsetting but i mean sure it's got to be easier than mucking out a horse well, I don't know, because I had to hoover the bath before I rang you. Yeah, that's unusual. Uh, it's not yeah. something you do on the um, regs. No, it's not. No, but no, it's not. So uh, it's not as good as a lizard with no eyelids and visitation, but I had to hoover the bath. So, um, yeah, you know, all is well in the down the rabbit hole, land of batshit nonsense. Um, so, yeah. So I think that's enough of our nonsense. We are now going to introduce <laughs> our amazing guest, who we are so, so excited to chat about. Um, so, hello to Debbie from Cookie Bar. Hello, Debbie. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Thank How you so are you? Being here. Yes, very well. Thank you. Laughing away at your news of the week. <laughs> I have nothing going on in my life at the moment, thankfully. Yeah, that's that's always the best, especially when you've got horses and children. If someone says what's going on and yeah. you're like nothing, that's a major result. It doesn't happen very often, so I'm taking it as a life win at the moment. So yeah, a hundred percent. So what what have you got to complicate your life, horse and children and dog wise? Um, so the two children, um, Reese and Morgan, they are fifteen and twelve. And I have a livery yard, so there's 17 oh. horses here. Wow. And Jesus. Four dogs, a pig, ducks, chicken, and six cats. So I need nice. to keep all of them alive every day. Oh, and a husband. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> last, that's how, that's how we like it. <laughs> last, yeah. last, but definitely not least. Yeah. <laughs> God, that so, sounds yeah, that's absolutely not- insane. <laughs> like um yeah it is a bit but it's a it's a happy and saying it's yeah. we just I just head down and get on with it and live in a state of delirium most of the time so it's fine yeah and so what do you do you have like a discipline that you do or particularly with your horses um not really um I used to love to show jump when I was oh, younger right. and cross because up in Scotland um that's just what you did and now I have two absolutely wussy useless horses so dressage is the thing (laughs) you've got a huge horse though haven't you yeah Eros he's my my baby I bought him as a full um a news breeder and I seen him at just born and I went to see him at four days old and I went he's the one for me and he's approximately 18 free now oh my god just for context how tall how tall are you I'm five seven. Okay, that's not too bad. At least you're not yeah. a pygmy like me. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I've got quite long legs, and he's 
he's not too bulky built, so um, but yeah, my legs just come down under the saddle flaps. What size rug must he be? He's a seven three. He's actually quite compact, like in yeah. body length. He's just he's very deep through the body. His legs aren't overly long. He's just he's just massive. It's yeah. uh, it's just not necessary. No, I'm, I feel I totally agree with you. <laughs> Um, Matt, Matt, I feel Matt bad. Matt a fucking giant. No, man. Sorry, Matt yeah. a giant. Like. He's like seventeen one. That's like a dwarf compared to her horse. I like, yeah, I like fifteen hands. It, That's fine. It is. Me. My sister's horse is seventeen one, and my thotherbred is sixteen two, and they look at ponies next to him. It's yeah, I bet. Yeah. I mean, if you what, did what, jump him, the jumps would look like twigs, wouldn't they? Just we be jumped like a, stepping over. We jumped a couple of times. He's not the bravest horse in the world. Um. But I remember there's I've got a good photo of him jumping. It was at 85 centimetres and it looks like a 40 centimetre oh, jump. Yeah. It looks ridiculous. That would be so <laughs> annoying for the photographs because you'd be like, that was massive. But yeah, when you compare it to him, it's going to just look bloody tiny, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And what do you, but, so do you compete him? No, unfortunately, he's too big for any transport I can afford. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> so he won't trailer and um I just can't afford a lorry I would love to have one but it's just unaffordable for us at the moment um and he's a bit claustrophobic as well so we'd really need the at least over eight foot height and quite wide I'd probably need a seven and a half ton front facing that would just take two um yeah he's a big lump so yeah I enjoy him at home um and that's all I can do um, until I win the lottery like the rest of us are all hoping for. I know, yeah. One day. I mean, obviously it would help if I put the bloody thing on, but, you know. I know. <laughs> I'm always saying, like, well, when, when I win the lottery, then people are like, do you put it on? I'm like, well, no, that's no. neither here nor there. Well, um, it'll be fine because you can sell a kidney then or you can, you know, you can, like, tour the world with your eyelidless lizard. You could be sitting <laughs> on a gold mine there and you don't even know it. Exactly. Um, so could you just tell us a little bit about, about Cookie Bar? Because you were so kind and you sent um, some stuff over for me and Krista to try. The most incredible yeah. bath soak ever. So incredible. Um, but yeah, can you could you tell us a little bit about sort of how it came to be? and? Yeah, of course. Um, so Cookie Bar um, was originally founded by my husband and his uh, best friend, Les. Um, so Les and his wife have now moved to uh, Spain. So it's just me and myself, uh, Graham, that have the company now. But Les's wife is also a horse lady. She kept her horses here and owns a equestrian business as well. And then... Um, we had bought the farm and we're sitting up the lovely yard trying to ride the horses looking after children and I was just exhausted and I am an energetic person have a lot of energy and I just was I, I basically burnt out I was so so drained and Graham was just like but you do so much like you're riding the horses it's quite athletic why is it why don't you supplement like what other sports people do and I was like because we live on like alcohol and um chocolate and packs of crisps and don't yeah. eat properly and we run around on empty stomachs and grab it the horses always come first and so 
we had to think and a bit of research and um, thought, why not? So there was nothing out there. And me and Graham are the type of people, if there's nothing out there and we go, well, why is it not there? Well, we'll just make it ourselves. So that's what we what we did. And I must say, um, I was a bit sceptical about supplements at first. I was like, nah, nah. But I feel so much better, actually, for, yeah. for actually taking them. And I think when you're in your 20s, you're invincible. Your body's never going to let you down. Yeah. And then you hit 30 and you're like, right, OK. And then for me, it was definitely uh, 35. I was like, oh, wait a minute here. Yeah, <laughs> I really need to be taking a bit better care of myself. And yeah, that's how Cookie Bar came to be with me being a crabbit tired woman I think (laughs) and my husband tried to solve the problem what you say is just is so right because we are I mean like I think a lot of people don't respect you know horse riders as being like athletes because it's like oh you just sit there and your horse does everything but actually number one it's not especially if you ride anything like that's you know powerful or quirky or whatever but then not only that like you're doing a million other jobs just so that you can ride the horse you know like a runner doesn't have to go and like clean the track with a toothbrush before he runs on it. Like it's, it is such an involved sport. And then I think again, like when you said about the supplement thing, I would be so the same. If you said to me, like, Katie, do you take a supplement? I'd be like, no, it's nonsense. Like I don't need that. But then if you were like, how many supplements are your horses on? Oh, and like, so do I believe they work? Yes. Cause we're skinned. So I wouldn't be spending my money if I didn't. But would it ever yeah. occur to me to look after myself? Absolutely not. But we've talked about this before. Yeah. Like, if you're not looking after yourself, there's no way you can do justice to your horses. So, yeah, yeah, like everything you've said just makes such you know sense. It's like obvious, but we're we're not we're not good at that, are we? <laughs> like as horse riders. Yeah, I think we've been conditioned to always horses first, horses first, yeah. horses first, and. My horses are always still put first, but they're better looked after when I've looked after myself properly. Yeah. So um, it's they don't want for anything, but um, obviously need to put my health first, especially owning a yard that it's not just my own. I've got other horses that I'm responsible for, so I need to be as healthy as I possibly can um, because I don't have staff. I don't have any like backup um, that I need to be out there, whether I... I'm tired or I'm overworked or whatever um, and I just need to get on with it so definitely looking after me has had a, a great impact on my on my ability to be able to do all the jobs that I need to do every day. Yeah and your your product kind of just to give a, um, a brief run through um, there's kind of like this different different products for different things isn't there so there's ones to that are going to help you recover ones that are going to give you that little bit of a boost um ones that are you know good to take sort of before shows so there's like lots of different options so if you haven't gone and had a look it's really worth it isn't it because again like I wouldn't have stopped to sort of go through everything and see like you know look your body's going to need this to support it before you do this and probably exactly like any other athlete would do would take their nutrition seriously yeah we had a um a list of kind of things that we thought were important um and it really does help that like i ride and i own horses and i have done for a long time and we 
went through Horseshoe People, we knew to say, you know, what is your biggest downfalls and what is the biggest things you find the hardest to deal with. And that's how we came up with the, the products that we have. Um, now, me and Graham are not nutritionists, um, absolutely not, but we have a manufacturer in the UK. We brought what the problems were, what the solutions were that were needed and um, they manufactured it with their nutritionists that they have. Um, so it's all properly done by people that are smarter than us. And um, yeah, and that's how it came to came to be. So it seems to be quite a good collection. Um, people might start with one product and then move on to another one or people mix and match. Yeah. And we have other people that take all of them, but on separate occasions yeah. um, and others that just maybe one product. Yeah. Because Krista, you found one, didn't you, that you really really loved yeah the equi recovery um in particular like i i definitely i have to sort of be quite strict with myself with like sleep hygiene and stuff um and i can struggle to kind of like go to sleep and stay asleep um so for me i found that that was really really good especially like combined with the muscle soap bath that was those two things together but yeah mm-hmm. I, I really did like I really re- like you have to sleep like and we all know how important sleep is and you know we're always really careful about our horses getting enough rest and stuff as well so anything at all that I that can help me to just switch off and go to sleep and stay asleep so that I actually get out I mean I'm never going to get out of bed feeling amazing and recover and you know refresh but I certainly felt a lot better yeah um and a lot more able to get up and do the day for having for taking that every evening before I go to bed so I've, I've loved that one that's been my favorite definitely yeah I'm b12 deficient so I love like the Equiboost because my doctors have decided that because of COVID they're not going to give b12 injections anymore um which isn't particularly... sure you still need them we, yeah like you'd think I could get in a rant but I mean it's not good <laughs> I've just had the lizard rant. We're going to just leave it at that one. But yeah, yeah. that's true. (laughs) So like, so for me, that's absolutely amazing. And then I'm really excited. I'm going to take the Equifocus with me to my first show back. um, If the lorry ever comes. So yeah, I'm really excited to try that one. Um, And we had some questions sent in. One of the first ones was, do you have any new products in the pipeline or what's new? Is there anything new coming? At the moment, we don't. Um, because we are a small business, we have to constantly reinvest back in the business and make sure we keep stock of what we we have so we've got supply for our customers. Um, and because of Brexit and COVID, even though all our products are manufactured in the UK, our minimum order quantities have went up. So we now have to order in more than we previously did. And I think that's maybe the raw ingredient price has obviously then it all has a knock-on effect. Yeah. So at the moment, it's not something we can do, but we're always open to suggestions from our customers. And if we can, we absolutely will. But at the moment, it's something that we, we can't do, um, unfortunately. But in the future, there will be more yeah, I mean, to be fair, you've kind of covered like most of definitely the bases that I would think of, you know, things like the recovery, the um, the things like pre-show, definitely the muscle soak. I mean, every horse rider needs that. I feel like across the board, like, you know, the products, 
I couldn't think of one where I'd be like, oh, that's really missing, you know? Yeah. Um, did You had some more though, didn't you, Krista? Some more questions from listeners. Um, yeah, and I just, as a matter of routine, I, I've been taking the Echo Boost and the Echo Revive in the mornings as well when I get up. Um, yeah. I like that. It just, it's, it's, you know, it's probably actually been very good timing with having recovered from COVID and then decided to have fucking pneumonia. Yeah. So it's probably been really good timing just to kind of help me get over that. Uh, yeah. But you know, they're just they're, they're, it's it shouldn't be so important. But like the packaging is lovely on it. I love that. Yeah. I love that it's so a question specific. It's really, really like as in the way it's packaged and stuff. It's really cool. Um, and all the details and information are really well presented for people, so they can you know, properly see and understand what they're doing. Because you know, you go to the chemist, and you're like, oh, I need to take whatever, and you get it, and it's just that's what it is. There's no explanation. There's no, yeah, you know, you don't really know exactly what you're taking or why. So. Um, also just yeah, quickly so sorry really, really before you do the, well. before you do the listener questions I just sorry, wanted yeah. to say um so I got the the sheet from Debbie with like what she'd enclosed in the box for us and um at the <coughs> bottom there was a little ps the packaging peanuts are um we did this word yeah. <clears throat> dissolvable dissolvable so mm. the kids might enjoy it well so um before they got a chance to do that. Ben was, he, Ben hates clutter on the kitchen bench and I'm a clutter kind of girl. So Ben was like, what's this? And I said, oh yeah, I'm like done with the box. You can throw it out. And he, he went through, I said, oh, but actually the packaging is dissolvable. And he was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, it's like, you know, for the environment, it's dissolvable. So he was like, well, what do you mean though? And I said, run it under the, the tap. Oh my God. He was enchanted by it. He was like, Charlie was, um, Charlie loved it. He thought it was absolutely brilliant. Well, fair enough, Charlie. But this is fucking Ben. Like, <laughs> What's well, I mean, you know, it's only years in the difference. He kept there, saying, "This is amazing. Have you seen this?" I was like, "Uh huh." Like, Casey, come and watch them. I was like, what the "Fuck!" Like, watch the packaging. <laughs> so, I mean, you made his day. If nothing else, you really <laughs> made his day. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh God. Right, listen to questions when I finish choking. Uh, Child Pony Sleep Pete uh, has asked, what does your daily routine look like with children and horses? Um, get up. Well, at the moment, because um, we live in the wonderful Scotland, it's very, very, very wet and very muddy. Um, we put our horses onto a, a kind of a short day rotation so they go out in free herds and they get about four hours each so it means we can just sacrifice one field at this time of year so I'm up at half five every morning a turnout start at six and then it's like on four hour rotations from there and then I scream in the door at the children to get up and start getting the dogs out but I I leave them until about near seven so it's not too bad Um, and then the outdoor animals fed and then scream at the husband when he's home to to get up because he's got to do the school run in the morning and I am just shoveling shite and making hay nets all day and filling water buckets so um, I must admit because the kids are older now they are quite handy they're good to have around they'll help me I just can't do everything on my own so um, they'll help with walking the dogs or they'll you know, they will um, get the stuff looked out for dinner or they'll run the hoover around, things like that. They God, are. Um, you're giving us light at the end of the tunnel. 
it's okay. They, oh, they get okay. It's bribery works. There's usually sweeties in the cupboard for them all the time. We're going to be coming back to you when our kids are older, going, "How can can you how can you fix this for us?" No, your kids <laughs> pulling hoover around. Kristen's pulling a toast around. I mean, <laughs> yeah, which means that I then have to pull the hoover around. My <laughs> hoover head, out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, when they get a bit bigger and it's like V-Bucks for the games, you can always go, well, you can Plan, have V-Bucks yeah. when um, they've done this. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So, Are yeah, they interested um, in the horses at it, all? No. <laughs> they, enjoy, they enjoy being around the horses. Yeah. And I'm really annoyed because Reese, he's my oldest one, when he sits on the horse, you're just like, oh my God, he's got the most beautiful, natural seat. I think I've probably seen in a long time and just like nah not interested but they they will come out and they're confident handling the horses will help me when I need help because we had half term a week and a half ago and we had snow one day so the kids were out helping just so I could get done quicker and yeah they are really good they're very helpful and yeah but it's it's constant madness in my house it's just it's always something going on and or ferrying them here, there and everywhere, but it's um, a happy madhouse. <laughs> yeah. We had a question. Um, is there a rider that would be your dream rider to work with? Um, as in terms of cookie bar? Yeah. Sorry. Or um, actually, we've, we've already got her. It's absolutely Abby, Lyle. Oh my Lyle. God, she is yeah. my so girl crush. Yeah. And she looks like so much fun and... Like she's a great rider, obviously. She's phenomenal, but she looks like a really, really fun person too. She very kindly came up and taught a couple of clinics up at my um, at my yard. And she's even nicer in person. Like oh, what you see yeah. on Instagram is exactly what you get with her. Very genuine, lovely person and really funny. She's getting like the banter's there, like yeah, on screen yeah. and screen. She's just yeah very 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 nice person but I would never say no to Carl Hester like who wouldn't <laughs> yeah I actually found Abby from um, you because I don't know how I didn't know who she was like uh, because she's not that far from us and then I think I saw yeah. like um I think she was talking about um the equiphysique and she was saying like that she had um used it before I think she'd gone on a run or something and so anyway, I, came, I sort of found her. And then like now, obviously, I follow her. She's like a total girl crush. Um, and I was like, how yeah. in God's name did I not even know? Like, she's really not far from me. I'm very excited now. A fangirl from like close, but I might as well be from a distance. <laughs> yeah, she. <laughs> but she's an amazing person to have working with your brand. She's like so relatable. Um, and I think like her, yeah. I think she's going to, you know, go on and do big things. Like the horses look incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. She got on board literally immediately with us. Um, and, you know, it's a bit of a, a risk for people. Be, like when we asked her to try our products and give us some feedback, um, we were completely unknown. And she was like, oh, absolutely. And she loved them straight away and was on board straight away. And for that, you know, I don't think without, we've got absolutely other great ambassadors as well, but without Abby taking that leap of faith with us, who knows where we would be. So we're, we'll always be eternally grateful for um, her putting her trust in 
yeah. us and agreeing to become part of the team. I mean, she's such a good advert yes. for you because she's someone who does take her nutrition so seriously. Like she isn't a typical kind of like horse rider who's going to live on like, <laughs> you know, a Lucasaid and like a Mars bar. She, you know, is so committed for anyone who doesn't follow her so committed to like her own fitness, her own training, her own nutrition so that she can do justice to her horses. And um, so it speaks you know, so highly of your products that like she's using them because I, I can't imagine she's going to use anything she doesn't genuinely believe in because she's, she's like, she makes yeah. me feel so guilty. She's eternally out on bloody like running and like yogaring and here's me like, just, she doesn't yeah. have any children, though. Don't. That <laughs> is true. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't have any children, so she's yeah, like I'll cling on to that. It's not. It's yeah, cling on to it exactly. But yeah, no, I do agree. She's amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, and I think what I, I really like about apart from that, she's obviously she's really really good on social media and she puts herself across like very authentically and in a relatable way. But I think what I like the best about Abby is how much she obviously really loves her horses. You know, it's obvious. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that other riders don't. That's not what I mean. Like, but it's just really particularly important to her that she shows that. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's lovely to see. So, did you have another question? Sorry, did I interrupt you? No. Uh, yes, I mean, yes, sort of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got MZ Rooney, um, who says, I-, I love recovery, revive and boost um, and is looking for an Irish stockist. I know we need we need an Irish stock because we had terrible terrible problems for a while sending over to Ireland because when I customs is you, so bad yeah I sent to you Chris I was like please let us know it arrives because um when Brexit first happened and the the, the legislation came in obviously it's supposed to be like 130 pounds or something before you have to pay customs and then people were getting charged custom fees when they shouldn't have been yeah. And unfortunately, there was nothing we could do about it. It wasn't a Royal Mail po- Office um, problem. I, I don't know where the problem was, but yeah, that is something we are working on. Um, but it's proven more difficult than I would like or imagined. So if anyone has any ideas who would love to stalk us in Ireland, um, send us a message. It would be great. <laughs> yeah, the, the customs is a real bitch now because I mean, I used to just, I used to order like quite a lot of stuff from the uk especially yeah. things like amazon because it's all too a bit too easy isn't it you just go to amazon and then the thing is there and then you but now like it is some things you get genuinely absolutely crucified for like i mean i've ordered a hackamore that i just couldn't get here and the hackamore was i was like was two, one of the students was like 200 euros or something which was plenty but then they were sticking 100 quid on top of that for customs i'm like how the fuck like it's it's just two bits of metal and some leather, you know, and it really kind of makes it difficult to, to trade. I mean, it's good for Ireland in as much as that it makes us shop at home. And if we can't get something, we have to not be spoiled about it and get on with it and just use, you know, normal hackamores. Um, but yeah, it just, yeah, I know it's not as pretty. I like the fluff, the fluff. I have to put up a picture of it. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, it is difficult. It's really difficult. And I really feel for people who are just trying to, especially smaller businesses, who have a market and can't easily tap into it because of this. Yeah. It's very difficult, you know, it's, and it's feels probably, I'm sure, quite unfair at times. Yeah, we have lost some mm-hmm. Irish customers, really good Irish customers, because it then makes our products, maybe they've uh, spent £30 on products and they're getting hit with another £25 of yeah. um, 
like import duties on top of that, which it shouldn't be because the, the law states that it should be anything over £130 should be charged. Yeah, but yeah, it doesn't seem to follow. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Every penny counts and, you know, it's nearly doubling the cost of the, the order for some people. And I can completely sympathise and understand why. But we would love to be able to have a stockist in Ireland that would make life a lot easier for our Irish customers and for, for us to send over in one big lot. There you go, Krista. Yeah, Get on if it. If anybody has any suggestions. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. If anybody listening over here has any suggestions, any workarounds or whatever, then then drop us a message and let us know. Yeah. So um, we are going to move on to the segue, which we'll pretend we've just we've just slipped in um, from before. So Krista sent Oof. me the most random news article ever. I mean, it was, to be fair, the, the title of it was, I think, women, woman, woman, not women, woman sells children to keep horses, which, I mean, didn't it's seem... It's tongue-in-cheek, po- people. We're not, like, on eBay trying to get rid of our kids, just so you know, Okay. I mean, it didn't seem particularly unreasonable to me, to be fair. But um there are days. hundred percent. But then the more like I read it, I I blame the kids. I mean, they sound very demanding. <laughs> they do bring it on themselves. They exactly they bring it on themselves. I mean, mine wants a lizard and they yours do. wants yeah. a toaster, which is bad enough. But these kids were like like really into gaming. And so apparently they needed like fans for their computers. Yes. And it was really expensive to keep the fans running all the time. Um, And they also liked dirt bikes and they liked to go to gamer conventions and they liked designer clothes. And basically she decided the best thing was that they went to a different person in the family. So, I mean... She didn't sell them because I bet they didn't give her a penny for them. It was gifted, <coughs> really. Um, so she gifted them <laughs> to a, a family member. And they have, I was going to say horses, they've got kids who are into gaming as well. So really, that's better for the environment because if you're going to have one <laughs> set of fans, you may as well have them all in like a fan-cooled scenario all together. And then... She's been, but then when it ended, it, it did make me giggle. She said, having done the math, Oates, that's a good horsey person's name. Oates says, with the boys now at their aunt's, she can put her quarter horse Kip and Morgan Cross Danny back on their preferred brand of feed, run her box fans as needed in the summer, and even have Danny's hocks injected in time for the show season. I'll miss seeing the boys every day. But in the end, it seems to have been the best thing for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, again, just, so, you know, we're not suggesting people sell their children, nor are we selling our children, just to be clear. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got loads of abuse after the last episode, so I, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> oh, my God, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but there are days, though, aren't there? There are days where you're like, would you be better off in a different family? You know what? I'm like a pretty shit parent. I don't, I try, I really try hard, but I always feel like I'm like not doing very well at that. I feel like my child sort of has to bridge the gaps of my shortcomings because he's a really decent person. 
he doesn't sort of go to school and be like oh, fuck me I believe what she did now he's very you know he's a real team player fairness Charlie <laughs> but I feel like I never quite you know do what they do on mum's net or whatever um now oh, even the mum's net people don't do what they say on mum's net no I probably don't know um but you know it's sort of yeah, I don't know. I think maybe he would be happier. I've asked him. I've asked him. I was like, do you think, would you be better off with a different mummy? Do you want to be gifted? He's very, yeah, no, he's very good. He says, no, mummy, I love you. I, my husband, though, I wouldn't be quite so sure of him. If I was like, <laughs> do you want a different wife? I'm pretty sure he'd be like, well, what are you offering? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what have you, you got there? The with you? Yeah, what have you got? I mean, you know. I mean, you're selling yourself yeah. short because if you weren't horsey, when Charlie had his sore eye, he would have been fucked, wouldn't he? That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we had the pink eye episode. Yeah, we did. And I was like, I've Bear has this really irritating habit. I don't know why. All summer long, well, she does, she wears a fly mask year round now because I can't be doing with it. But she like gets seems to get stung in the eye. Um, two years ago, she got stung in the eye three times in one summer, and all the hair around her eyes went white. And she looked like some kind of weird pirate. Now it's Look like my lizard. Brown since. Yeah, like, but it's bizarre. Like, I don't know what she does. And then she's forever coming at fat eye and eyes gacky. I don't know what she does. I don't know why she's trying to de eyeball herself. I'm going to have to pair her up with your lizard. Um, but yeah, so I always have like a plentiful supply of Broline and what have you. And so the child came in and he was like, eyes were really itchy and sore. And I looked in his eyes and I was like, oh my God, how the fuck? It looks like pink eye which I've never seen before in a human. So I just, I Googled it and it looked like that. So I said, oh, it's grand. I go outside, I've got eye drops outside. Bear's eye drops. And my husband was like, what? I was like, yeah, bear's eye drops. And he's like, you can't put those into the child. I'm like, it's a fucking eyeball. Like it's like, what's the difference? Do you know what I mean? I just don't understand. He got a bit sniffy about it. And he went down to the chemist then and got human things. I was just thought he was being a bit unreasonable to be honest, but... Krista messaged me like so indignant. She was like, so the child. I was. A sore eye. And everybody else is after making me feel bad because I want to use Bear's eye drops. Like what's wrong with people? And I said, oh, don't worry because Henry had been off with a sore tummy. And the guy was in the arena laying the surface and Henry goes out and is like wandering around the arena. And this guy's obviously like, why is this kid not fucking school? Why is he bothering me trying to like climb in the tractor with me? And also if he's off school, is he contagious? And has he got like COVID and he's mm-hmm. trying to climb into a digger COVID, with me? Yeah. And the guy's like, you know, oh, why aren't you at school? And Henry said, cause he's just shameless. Like I'm bunged up. And the guy's like, <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks. That's good. And he yeah. said, um, and mummy says that if I was a horse with colic, she would walk me. So I'm walking. Yeah. Yeah. Look <laughs> like... on the neck. That's pretty. Yeah. He's lucky he doesn't get the look of paraffin. <laughs> I told yeah. him when he whinged about walking, I said, now listen here, if you were a horse and you didn't walk, the vet would have to put his hand up your bottom. Yeah. Honestly, you've never yeah. seen someone walk around and a tube down your throat like a bloody racehorse around that arena. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm telling you, scared, like, like what? I don't really see what the big deal is. I don't know what's the difference. Exactly. You know, four Shop legs, tactics, two legs, four legs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the difference? I don't. I don't really get it. I really don't. Um, what about you, Debbie? Have you got any? Uh, well, the the children and the horses have shared the same tub of um golden eye before, so that's okay when there was conjunctivitis. See? Exactly. See, it's completely an eyeball, it's an eyeball, isn't it? It's fine. Yeah. 
wasn't buying two tubs like it's like six quid each I like, know <laughs> <laughs> and it's not made of money Christ <laughs> um, yeah no the kids are um, they always know it's just uh, share and share alike in this household animals and humans alike so yeah mm. I don't see a problem with it get help to live with their immunity doesn't it makes them healthy yeah and they don't get above their station listen no. you will share the horse's eye cream and you'll be bloody grateful for it but if he gets a sore eye you'll have to give it up um, yeah <laughs> I said to Ben, "Look, he's not like a bear. He's not going around the around around the school with a fly mask on." At this point. <laughs> it's a matter of time. If you keep getting pink yeah. eye, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I said to Ben before we recorded this. I said, "Like this woman has sold her horse, her children for a horse," and he like looked at me, and I was like, "Have we done things like that?" And he was like, "What the fuck?" And I said, "You know, for the episode," and he was like like do you mean just look at our lives like we're eternally doing shit so that the horses can have what they need and what they want like we're living here for that like Katie our life is testament to that and I was like can you make anything funnier than that and he was like like no it's despair he's crying he's like totally fucking depressed in the corner (laughs) crying and you're like right you're being funny about this yeah Yeah. god Ben, stop Get on with it, like come on. For the whole thing out of the bag here. <laughs> yeah, I know, honestly. Um yeah, he did say though actually the other day, not for this episode, but and I said, Oh, I'm gonna tell that on the podcast. I think he's he's becoming nervous to say anything, to be honest. I can't remember why we were talking about it, but something kind of like came and he said that was like that fucking time you made me do that with the dog. And I was like, you know, and you've genuinely forgotten something. <laughs> and when he told me, I was like, oh, um so you know I remember a while ago I think it might have been actually something to do with the Mark Todd thing which obviously I'm dead get into that again but um no <laughs> stay away talk mod we don't know who you're talking about away from the <laughs> yeah. um yeah yeah seriously we, we we no so um the Caesar Milan um thing you know and that was like a thing everyone was oh, watching no, I know, I know well, I'm yeah. on Mark Todd territory. I'm yeah. fully aware. I'm tip, I'm tiptoeing. Um, anyway, I'm going to be honest. I like, I used to watch the Dog Whisperer and we got these two rescue Dobermen and one of them was quite aggressive and the other one was just like, well, actually not aggressive except when we used to go out and then she used to savage the aggressive one who wasn't aggressive to dogs. Anyway, it's <laughs> kind of complicated. Anyhow... We had the aggressive one first and we got the not aggressive one to keep him company. So I was watching Caesar and I said to Ben, so what Caesar says is that when you introduce a dog to the pack, you need to do it on a walk and you need to tire, (laughs) you need to tire the dogs out. (laughs) So Ben was like, right, okay. But these were like big fit Doberman. So I said to Ben, the only way to do oh, that is on a bike. Seven days later. <laughs> so Ben was like, okay, and bless him. I mean, he's game as a badger. Like, I mean, he should just tell me, sh- like, just to shove it half the time. But no. So we get, like, the two bikes out. And I said, I'll take the dog that we knew, like, who, for all he was aggressive, was like, he, he was quite good on a lead. So he would just kind of trundle along. I'll take the trundly dog. You take the new unknown quantity dog. So, fuck me, this dog was like a greyhound. It set off, right? 
And I'm shouting to Ben from behind, go faster, go faster. You have to be the one that tires her out, not her tiring you out. (laughs) Psychology, Ben. So there's me like sedately, like pedaling behind with the dog trotting. fucking hammering along this farm track with this dog in like full flight alongside <laughs> and I'm shouting for mine faster faster Ben you've got to tire it out <laughs> until it fucking veered in front of his front wheel and literally yeah sent him flying over the handlebars into a bush God. and he got up and the bike had like bits falling off it and stuff he just turned around and like glared at me and he was like well thanks for that <laughs> poor Ben oh my god someone tells you a story and you're like oh my god I'd forgotten that happened but like yeah the things I make him do like I mean why yeah. has he not left me yet what is he thinking I kind of judge him <laughs> I I do. I don't know. I don't know. I can only imagine how that would go if I suggested something similar to my husband. My husband spends a lot of time not really listening to what I'm going on about. Not because he's rude or anything, but because he's just like, I can't even with that. I'm going yeah. back to my mental man cave until he's finished. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's it's a motivation thing. I think that's why Graham works offshore for half the year so he can get away from his all. Yeah, yeah. Niall's never home either. We have a haulage business, so he's never home. Same thing. I think it might be the secret of a happy marriage, though, because we're still together. Um, we've been together for a really long time, and um, you know, we still seem to like each other. And I do think it's the secret of happy marriage. It's a bit shit and inconvenient, but then when they come back, you're like, oh, thank God you're here. Yeah, because I've been there. This and this whilst you've been away. So if you could fix it, please, that would be great. Like, yeah, when they're there the whole time, you're like, can you just go away? You're in my way. I'm tripping over you. Stop making a mess. Yeah, Ben Absolutely. would be frightened, I think, to go away because the list when he got home would be so long. <laughs> <laughs> what about your husband? Is your, ho- is your husband good with the horses? He, he is. He's very good. Like, um, So me and Graham have been together for 21 years now. And oh, cool. when I said to him, when we first got together, I said, the horses always come first. And he's known that since day one. So he's known his place. And um, yeah, it's 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 great. He'll come out and help. Um, but we're renovating the house at the moment as well. So I get on with outside and he gets on with some stuff inside. And yeah, when I finish outside, I'll come in and help him. But he's um, he's hard working. I can't fault him. He, he's a good spot. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Bless him. <laughs> it's just goes, to, you know, goes to work as sanctuary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> for both of us <laughs> yeah the problem for ben is like obviously he works with horsey women so there is there's no rest for him he literally yeah just... but at least he's like acclimatized i suppose do you know what i mean like, can you ever just, be fully for him i don't know that's a fair question i don't know i i struck i did well today actually because you know i'm really really short of grass because as has been pointed out to me several times this winter Six horses is too many horses. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but you know. But uh, yeah, I I needed badly some spring grass and didn't have any. And like that, when you're rotating horses around fields and trying to fit it in, you know, it's just bollocks, it really is. So 
um, I made a new palette today with his permission. He was like, I have permission. Um, so eventually it took a while, but I got it. Um, to use part of his lovely, rich, lush cattle grass to make a paddock for the two young horses to go out. So I went down and made a paddock today. And um, went Gosh, to get how did you how did was... you manage to uh, to win that one? Um, I swung it with the. If I'm not out here asking around, rotating these horses around paddocks and fields, I'll have more time indoors. And actually, it's true because I put them out first <laughs> this morning in their new paddock, and I got to go into town this afternoon at half past four for the first time since fucking last summer. And um, I got my eyebrows done. Look, I mean, I, they look like they've been drawn on with markers at the minute. They need to, like, because I had to get them tinted because my eyebrows are, like, milky bucket and, like, you can't see them. I look like they don't have any. So they're a bit, they're a bit full on. Look, look at them. They're a bit full on. But they'll fade. Um, but I got to go in and do it. And I, it was just, like, amazing. I had a shower and I got changed and I went into town in normal human clothes into the beauticians. Like, what the hell is that? What is that? So you've so said to Niall, I if he it that gives way. you his grass for mm-hmm. your horses... You'll have time to go to the petition yeah. and get your eyebrows done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't sell it exactly like that. He didn't know I was going until I came back and he's like, you know, you look different, dear. Um, but yeah, uh, more time, more time, just more time. Um, so, uh, yeah. But I will have to give it back. The only problem, I think he gets nervous, you see, because when there's horses, horses in his grass, he's a bit like, how am I going to get rid of these fuckers now? Um <laughs> But like I did when I went to get them in this evening, because they were very excited at being out in the new field and the grass and stuff. And there was quite a few like hoof marks and slidey feet. I was like, oh, like, I, just I put mine in. out the other day in the um, in the summer fields. Ben wasn't keen because basically he knows that when they go in the big fields, they're going to pull shoes and Pan usually pulls a tendon as well. Just for why stop at a shoe? Um, why not? Why not? Exactly. So I turned everyone out turn pancake out last which it, it really I shouldn't do because if he went out first then he would do the galloping and nobody else would see it but unfortunately they're all arseholes and they only go in specific fields so pan has to go out last so anyway everyone else just plodded out pancake fucking took off like full tilt and then as he turned the corner all four legs went no yeah so he was lying on his side he hasn't hurt himself don't worry oh Christ. He was lying on his side, but then it was the funniest thing. I wish I'd had a video because when he lay on his side, it was like he kind of wanted to style it out. So he rolled. <laughs> He's been listening to Bougie. Yeah, I was meant to be down here. Got back up and did three books on the spot as if like, I'm not going to move my feet because that was a little bit more slippery than I had realised. And then he just like <laughs> ate the grass in a kind of like, so that was all quite... Uh, according to plan wasn't it like, like me and henry were absolutely howling at him <laughs> it is hard though managing grass at this time of year how do you cope with 17 horses um we manage all right up until about december and then it starts to get really really sparse um the as i said earlier we put them into a kind of sacrificial winter yeah, paddock yeah. Um, one of the livery horses jumped out into the summer field and then another one demolished a fence the other day to get to the friend so they're now in one of our resting fields which hasn't started to grow back yet so but my father bred went out and kicked his own he threw a massive splint during such a hard summer and kicked that and split his leg open so oh yeah oh my goodness 
go out into a new field without Fanny and around either. So, yes, but it's... Um, they're so shit at being horses, aren't they? They're just so shit yeah. at it. Yeah. Absolutely. Like the surprise they've got four legs, isn't it? Like, oh shit, I was just doing two. I can do two. Like, yeah, the, the yeah. extra two. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the the grass situation. I'm hoping it's not like the last two years where it's just went bone dry and had no rain. Because I think last year we nearly ten weeks in spring without any rain, and that's unheard of <laughs> in mm. Scotland. So. Um, and we're off a of spring as well, so we have to watch obviously our water usage when we get to a certain amount of weeks. We tend to last about seven weeks, and then it's the spring starts to dry up, and we're like, "Oh no, that's not great." Shit, we, yeah. we do have a borehole as well, which I only figured out how to use last year after this work, so I can my well, I've got a generator to pump water up, but it like, adds a lot of time onto your your Already day. Very full day, yeah. <clears throat> So, yeah but then the grass doesn't grow because there's been no rain and there's uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. all I, I do is check well, weather it must be hard like with liveries because I definitely remember when I was a livery like now it's my own land I'll be like fuck they're not going out today they're gonna muller the fields or like do you know what I mean but like when I was a livery did I bollocks do that I was like well I want him out today and I want you know there to be a field with grass and you don't <laughs> realize and I want the fences to be fixed and I want the gates to swing and it's like yeah uh, I, like I want to win the lottery but it's, it's not on the cards is it it's it's fortunately all the girls we have up here are really really lovely and really nice and a lot of them I've known for over 20 years so um you know, they see us working hard and doing yeah. the best we can, but money to grow on trees and it, the horse's happiness is of the utmost importance to us. And I'm like, with the weather we get, after two hours in a January storm, we do, like, they, the horses aren't wanting out. They're wanting no. back in. So they'll get yeah, electric, whipped back in and they're in and they're settled and they're cosy and they've got full bellies rather than standing with their tails to the wind and rain and miserable so yes. yeah but they stay out overnight summer and which is amazing isn't it when you get to that bit even if you get even just get half them out at night oh my god it's, it's like being on holidays isn't it you go yeah, out and yeah. it's like there's only 10 stables to muck out and you're like oh my god this is incredible this is such luxury it's berserk isn't it what we start thinking is yeah it's normal you, like it's and they've been in all day and there's only two or three poos in the stable. You're like, yeah. yeah. And they're sleeping all day and not eating. You don't have to necessarily yeah. give them all loads of hay. I know it's amazing. It is. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. till I can get my, my young ones out at night. Um, but yeah. it is, no, it is. It is really difficult. And like that, we, we, we've touched on that in a couple of the episodes over the winter. Like we both have the same thing, like putting horses out because we're both in agreement you know we like our horses to have downtime to be out to roll to have their you know grass and relax and it's really important to us that they have everything they need um and there are these people who are very devout about that and that's that's absolutely fine like you do you but what am I supposed to do if I put my young horses out in the field well any of them actually but specifically the young horses for some reason and you go past the field gate an hour later you know, and the weather's not brilliant and the fields are, and they just don't want to fucking know they just want to go back inside and you're like caught between trying to provide for their you know psychological needs but they're telling you their psychological needs yeah. are inside thanks actually it's hard yeah, with, isn't it with my own horses um they'll go out 
and they usually go for a, a wander around the field. And if I'm finished doing their stables and they're back at the gate, they're wanting in. Yeah. So they come what back do you do? Like? When they want in, so they come back in. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, there'll be other ones that like mines are wussy, so they don't like the the bad weather. I've got other ones that are cobs that would stand out all day. All day, it. yeah. That you'll shout them down and they'll come in as long as they've had a couple hours. Um, we're all quite happy with that because our weather's horrible in the winter. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, they they know what they want. The horses get into the and yeah. They, they, they're standing at the gate waiting. I always laugh at people saying, oh, they should be out all the time. Like, come yeah. and look at me. Going, Hello, yeah. come rescue me. The wet. <laughs> exactly, 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 yeah. Bougie and Mint are the absolute worst. Exactly like you, Krista. It's like the young ones. <coughs> Mint looks like a mule every time you try to lead him to the field. He comes in like Red Rum, but he goes mm-hmm. out like a seaside donkey, like looking so gloomy with his life, like someone's, you know, torturing him, sticking bamboo up his hoof nails. And... Um, but Bougie has taken to leaning so hard on the gate because, like, oh, somebody get me in, that he's bent, like, buckled the whole gate. So now to catch him, I have to do, like, a ninja kick because he's jamming the top of the gate. Like, he swung the gate kind of, like, at a diagonal. So the top is wedged in. So I have to kick the top of a five-bar gate, which, like... I am not limber enough to be doing. So <laughs> it's like a remedial, decrepit Laura Croft manoeuvre while Bougie is like trying to be like, put my head collar on. I'm like, I'm going to kick you in the nose. Why do we have to go through this every fucking day? Move your nose, I'll ninja kick the gate and then you can come in. And that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... I'm I surprised my young horses because they lived out all the time before they came to me. But maybe that's what's wrong with them. Maybe they're like, no, fuck that, actually. It was really awful. Oh, just bring us in. They're fine. Um, and they sleep and they sleep and they sleep. And they just want to be inside in bed, obviously. Yeah. You know, so what, as you say, what do you do? You have to listen to them. And then as you say, like the cubs, the pony and the car, like they exactly as you say, they just don't give a shit. They'd be out all day. If there's a tornado came through, they'd be completely fine. Yeah. So like, you have to just listen to each horse's individual needs, don't you? Even if the evan- even if the evangelists are not in agreement with you. So good segue, wanker of the week. <laughs> um, so my wanker of the week is pancake. Um, so I set up a little jumping ex- exercise for Pan because he's not done a lot with having the arena, the fiber put in the arena. So he needs to do like quite a lot of little like, you know, Cavaletti and stuff just so he can get over the sheer excitement that he's allowed to see poles again. So I put up this um, Cavaletti of like just three and he proceeded, it's, you know, to try and steady him and make him jump up rather than flat and all that shit. Pancake proceeded to do it at 7,000 miles an hour and flat as fuck. So I was like, right, okay, I'll get off. I'll put them up which made it shorter, obviously, and also he had to put a little bit more effort in. So we did that quite good for, like, maybe the first three times, and then he clearly decided it was boring. And so he would bounce into the first one and then oxer out. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't quite what I had planned. So I was thrown up his neck, and I carpet burned my lip on his mane. (laughs) Oh my god! 
Hello. Bizarre. And then I lost both. I lost all my reins. And then eventually I managed to get them back because Pancake, I mean, can you imagine? He was fucking over the moon. He was terrorising around the arena. The, fi- the fiber did hold Has it very nicely. Has is now free. Exactly. He was like, <laughs> yes. And I managed to get my reins back, but I was like, I got a shock and my, I was like all discombobulated. So, you know, when you have like your reins, but that I'm obviously doing this, but you can't see this, but like my, my head, like my, my fingers on the reins and they were kind of way past my ears. And Pancake's like in full tilt gallop. So I'm never going to pull him up. So I was trying to kind of like frantically piece them together to pull him up. And he was just like living his absolute best life. When I eventually pulled him up, <laughs> I was like, why does my lip sting? And when I went inside, I was like, a fucking carpet burned face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, another injury from the things that never happened to anybody else list. <clears throat> I know. I said to Ben, you see that like exercise in the arena? And he was like, yeah. Think like clearly thinking, you know, because I'm obviously making him admire if I've jumped anything of any note and he has to tell me how clever I am and aren't I so brave and all that sort of thing. But clearly he was like, well, that's tiny, Katie. Like, And I said, we ox said that. And he was like, fuck <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> <laughs> So what about you? Um, uh, I, I am. I am my wanker of the week this week. So as I have whinged about on at least two occasions on this episode um I was quite ill um the last 10 days and on Saturday I hate Saturdays because child is obviously not at school I mean fucking school lazy I mean slackers <laughs> uh child's not at school on Saturdays um and Niall is just always busy and I don't like sometimes I have shows on Saturdays and that's not too bad because Charlie comes with me but like if I'm at home and I've got horses to ride, um, yeah, like it can just be like, well, a shit show, to be honest, trying to organise around everybody else and trying to get stuff done. And for whatever reason on Saturday, the day just went on and on and on. And it was, I was really struggling to breathe and, you know, human. And you know, you just have those days where you're just like, I just, I got really like pissed off, right? Like really like in a huff now because I really didn't feel well. Um, I sound like I'm whinging about my husband my husband's wonderful but he also was feeling a little bit under the weather so he stayed inside by the fire and he was watching rugby and this made me even more cross right he loves rugby it's the only thing that he resolutely absolutely loves so like I can't begrudge him watching rugby once every now and again when I'm like doing horses all the time but anyway it this I was in a huff that was it so this made me even crosser and then by the time I got finished on the yard and I got inside I was in like full-blown fucking martyr mode. Like, I have to do everything. No one ever says anything around here. I'm so tired. And I'm so, you know, you know yourself. I live in it, yeah. So I was, like, yeah, I was really just had gone, like I was hostile is actually the word I used to describe myself. I was just hostile. I just had gone past reasonable and into hostile. And I was doing, I was doing laundry, like very angrily. And Charlie was, Charlie was in his room and I was just, putting laundry like his stuff in the drawers and stuff my and my husband was in there as well and I had bent over to put something in a drawer and Charlie goes to me oh mummy I see you're twerking while you're doing the laundry and I have never right knowingly twerked in my life uh, definitely not on purpose I feel like if I tried to twerk I'd end up with a you know in hospital probably with my injury list and I couldn't I was so like 
angry and unreasonable and I I laughed out of sort of almost like a like I have to laugh because if I don't laugh I don't know what I'll do <laughs> and I burst out laughing and he's such a little hero Charlie he really is he turned around to me and he goes oh that's nice mommy look I'm seeing you laughing now and you've had such a horrible day and there you are laughing and sure that kind of diffused me a little bit then um but yeah I mean I, re- I really was I, I really had gone down the rabbit hole of I don't know no return hostile angry martyr all the worst things I do that all yeah, the time twerking. and I definitely you know. was not fucking twerking I wasn't twerking ah <laughs> uh, don't Sorry, spoil it <laughs> and you know you're being a dick don't you 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 in your own yeah. head oh, you're yeah. like I am being a but that makes me worse but then you can't not be yeah bad. like that yes. makes me more yeah you can't stop no yeah I know yeah why do we do and that? And then they're like, do you want some help? And you're like, it's too fucking late. I've done it all. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know. Because like, if you just ask for help, like Nyla's lovely. If I just ask yeah. him to help me, he'll help me. But that's not what I get like that. It's like, you should see that I need help. It's totally unreasonable. Yes. And I acknowledge that. It's totally unreasonable. But the more annoyed I get, the more annoyed I get. And then apparently, I mean, maybe I was twerking. I was so, such a, I was so cross and Get working. I was angry. Maybe I was angry twerking. I don't know. But the child thought this was absolutely the funniest thing ever, ever. And then he followed that up yesterday morning. I must send you the video, actually. He has found out from I don't know where <coughs> that the French word for seal is fuck, right? And so he's sitting on the couch beside me and I'm eating my breakfast. And I'm in neutral mood this time, not hostile, just neutral. And the next thing I hear him go, he gets Niall's phone and he goes, hey, Siri how do you say seal in French? And it says, you know, whatever the French for seal is, fuck. And then you can keep pressing the speak and spell button. So he sat there and it's going, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I just like, what is wrong Did you with twerk to it? Did you twerk to the yeah. No, I didn't twerk. No, I should have. I should have. I missed an opportunity. But you know what I mean? Like he's just- Any opportunity to twerk, Kristen, you've got to get on it. I know. I should definitely get onto that. I should. But like, in a way, thank God for him though, because like that, he just- He'd have you crying with laughter when you yeah. really don't want to. Um, and at this particular juncture in life on on this particular on this planet, um, that is definitely a blessing, isn't it? Ooh. What about you, Debbie? Um, it will be my youngest Morgan. Um, obviously Ukraine is in uh, everybody's thoughts at the moment. And you know, you're sitting there having discussions. Obviously, mine are a bit older, so yeah. we're having discussions together about going on in the world and um I said to Morgan after football on Sunday I said now if World War 3 happened and we have to have one person from each household go to fight for your country um who would you want to leave you know thinking he'll go daddy no no mommy you um we'll send you because um you've got anger issues and (laughs) you, you you will have many confirmed kills dad will get shot on the first day and never come back and uh, yeah um, women are more intelligent than men so I'm like I'm so proud of you but you're a little wanker for once <laughs> so yeah I'm like thanks you'll make a great husband knowing that women are far more intelligent but don't send me off no that's what dads are for <laughs> yeah it's it's dad. like, how are you going to survive without mum yeah, seriously, like you always, yeah, that's it. Maybe I should go as well. I'm a hostile, hostile woman. Maybe that's it. Yeah. But yeah, I know, but like, 
I, I don't know. I think like, how they don't think it through though either, do they? Because it's like, well, fair enough. I have anger issues. Am yeah. I mean or am I provoked? Hmm? Yeah. Also, I, yeah. it's well and good sending us, but wait until somebody needs to find something, or somebody oh, stop it. Yeah. Like the washing done, or you know, then then they'd be like, you'd be, ah, you'd didn't be there, that like through. doing your bit. Yeah, you'd be there on the front line doing your bit committed, and you'd be like, diddly doo, diddly doo, diddly doo, doo. Mom, yeah. have you seen my socks? Seriously, it's just, just there's just no way. Yeah. Like, we we were talking about sorry about that and saying like how funny Henry would be because he like he we were saying I, I can't remember if I was talking about this. I think it was my my friend Rachel. Um and we were saying that basically Henry would could talk anyone into submission. So we honestly <laughs> think that he'd be better than a machine gun because you could just send him <laughs> out and he would start talking at the minute. It's it's about uh, lizards, obviously. And after a while, they'd be like, I surrender. What do you want? Yeah, anything, anything. God. A lizard with no eyelids. I've got one right here. Stop him talking. (laughs) But then, like, we were also saying that if ever we needed to be in hiding with Henry, he'd be like, No, forget it. Yeah. Have I done enough now? No, you haven't. You've been silent for five (laughs) seconds. So we're going to need a little bit longer. Okay. Now? No, no. Eventually, I'd be like, right, you're not going to hide with us. You're going to have to hide in a different bunker. And they're going to have to just fucking good luck to them. It's sacrificial. Off you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's... Um, I, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad that they, they think they see... As you say, that you know, women are clearly, clearly more intelligent. Oh, as Although, soon as all this happened, I like, said... The men in my house wouldn't, wouldn't think that. I said to Ben, like, do you know, do you know what this is because of? And he's like... No, because poor Ben's probably used to being blamed for everything at this point. I said, it's because there's men in charge. This would never happen if women were in charge. Because we would be far too busy. We wouldn't have time for a start. That's that's it. Like, we would be be making the dinner, like, ringing the school to ask, like, whether they need to bring an outfit in for book day. Like, who's got time to do any more shit than that? Like, if you've got spare five minutes, you're riding a horse. Like, it's... Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, it's chaos. Horse riders for, <laughs> you know, any sort of important position, horse rider, horse rider mums especially, because there'll be no fuckery. Yeah, no, they yeah. won't. We'll get it done. So um, I think we are going to end the episode there. Thank you so, so much for joining us. We've absolutely loved having you on. And honestly, I can't thank you enough for sending us those products where I'm definitely... Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. They're amazing. Yeah. No, you're very welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I'm definitely going um, gonna to continue them because I need to do more than just like drink cups of tea and eat mini rolls with jam. Um <laughs> <laughs> Keep eating the many rolls, but take some supplements too. Yeah, I mean, that's... Oh, just actually, sorry. Before we before we go, we should just say, like, if, if people want to find you, oh yeah, um, where can they find you? Oh yeah, um, on Facebook it's Cookie Bar. Um, it's spelled K O E K I B A R, and Instagram's the same. Um, underscore two thousand and eighteen after it, and the website's www.cookiebar.com. Perfect. Thank you. 
Amazing. Definitely. Everyone needs to go and check it out and also definitely add in the muscle soak. It's yes, amazing. Yeah. yeah, they're great. Yeah, for, for our many horsey yeah. injuries and ailments. <laughs> so please keep sending us your stories and questions to Book Off Banter on Facebook and Instagram and bookoffbanter at gmail.com um, for anything longer. We will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.